Vex needs you to talk. Suck my dick, daddy. No. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> Why not? This is an Average Robots production. Welcome to Utopia. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mimic, here. I'm joined by a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh, and this is episode six of our Utopia campaign here on Idiots Rolling Dice. Uh, as always, joined by some fantastic people. Uh, first off, Miss Daisy Cakes. Hello there. I'm Daisy. I play Vanessa Halen, the uh, half-elf who, even though I grew up with a very famous dad, <laughs> the amazing rocker Coyote Halen, uh, I just want to live my own life. And so far, not not going so well. <laughs> life was much easier when you were just living as the daughter of a rock star, right? Yeah. Yep. But that's okay. We learn. <laughs> Uh, next up, Mr. Jimmy, how you doing? I, that's a weird question to ask today. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, but it's okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, Jimmy here. I play Robin Hoodie, loner, drifter, biker, badass, who can't hit nothing with his rifle that's uh, supposed to be badass, but we'll uh, see what happens in the long run. Maybe he can recover. All right. Uh, Mr. Play the Fool. Hello, hello. <clears throat> I'm played a fool. I play Mongo, the mercenary with a heart of gold, and he's uh, kind of learning that life is about more than just money. And he's uh, hoping to blow something else up today. Possibly, definitely a possibility. And last, certainly not least, a person whose dick I'm not sucking, Mister Vex. <laughs> all right, that was just for a mic check. All right. <laughs> Uh, what's good? I play Keith, uh, who's in uh, dire trouble uh, right now, which he needs help from. Uh, and not talking about uh, him being in jail, talking about his own uh, demons. Yeah, you saw a psych- You saw a psychiatrist, <laughs> and then you rejected every all of her advice. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> maybe the problem. Maybe the monster is you. All right, so last time our idiots escaped a club where they nearly perished. Oh, God, I'm off to a great start. Vanessa and Keith got new tattoos, while Robin introduced the group to Stefan Stonefist, the dwarf who runs many charitable organizations around Lower Utopia. Stonefist told the group that he'd enlisted the help of Tetrana, the master thief, to help our crew break into Mortimer's mines, where he believed the source of the toxin was. Keith then saw a psychiatrist, which did nothing to call his self-destructive behavior. Later, the crew snuck into the mines. Mongo, Robin, and Keith all successfully made it in, but Vanessa ran into the sticky fences once again. But thanks to a distraction from Keith, they were all able to make it safely inside. In the chemical storeroom, the group found a water pipe that seemed to have traces of a chemical that poisoned Keith when he inhaled it. As they were escaping, our idiots found themselves face-to-face with a cave troll and two giant spiders who had broken through the caves into the mines into the city. With the help of Tetrana, the crew was able to defeat the monsters, but not before Mongo and Robin were knocked unconscious. They made their way to a hospital to get treated and pass the toxin sample on to the doctors. Stonefist met them at the hospital to try and sneak them out before authorities came as a reward for accomplishing the mission, but Keith didn't stop running his mouth and was left behind and arrested, which is where we begin today. (laughs) I don't know why I give you friendly NPCs. Like, I I just don't know why I do it. 
<laughs> so, Keith, it's been several hours, and you had a hell of a day before getting arrested. Like, you got poisoned, you had, like, emotional breakdown, uh, you fought a cave troll, that wasn't nice. Uh, but the officers interrogating you, uh, in quotes, they won't let you pass out. Okay. Uh, they'll smack you in the chest with a club, causing your vision to fade and your brain to sleep. Then, bam, smelling salts. Bam, splash of freezing water, and you're brought right back. You're in a dark gray room. One wall has a two-way mirror. Uh, a single fluorescent light fixture hangs down from the center of the room. Your hands and feet are handcuffed, each to a separate leg of this steel chair you're sitting on. Uh, in the room right now, there are three officers with you. One was the guy you burned uh, while escaping from the prison the other day. Um, and he has the remnants of blisters and burned skin on his hands and face. Two other officers pace around the room threateningly. Um, I said they're interrogating you, but they really haven't asked you any questions. Um, as you are sitting in this room all alone, uh, Lieutenant Alderman walks in. This broad-shouldered man, dirty blonde hair that looks like the basic Lego haircut. Um, and you can see his staff sheathed on his back, as well as his club and his pistol at the side. Uh, he walks in, sets his little styrofoam cup on the edge of the two-way mirror and says, well, I guess we better get started for real. Aw, that's so nice of you. But we're going to go to the rest of the group. The rest of the group awake in the shelter. Uh, you guys got a long rest, and everybody, including Keith, levels up. Keith just doesn't regenerate his spell slots. Wee. All right. Uh, so you guys all in the shelter, Vanessa, Robin, and Mongo, uh, Stonefist had put some cots in the conference room that you guys had, like, seen the map and first met in uh, the other day. Uh, all of you, Vanessa, Robin, and Mongo, make some perception checks. 16. 13. Mongo with your 11. Your 11. You're, you're still kind of waking up groggy. You slept on your stomach, so you're kind of pushing yourself up. Sleep's all in your eyes. You don't really see anything. Uh, Robin, you look around kind of peer out the window of the conference room, you see Stefan Stonefist talking on the phone. He looks very animated. Um, and Vanessa, with your 16, you see Stonefist as well, but you peer past him and you see on like a TV screen on the wall, uh, there's a news bulletin up and it says, uh, <clears throat> Mortimer, a menace, question mark, on like the bottom little scrolly bar. That's like the headline. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Hey, there's, there's something on the news there about Mortimer. Can we hear the TV, or is it, like, far it's, enough that it's I can on the, see It's TV? in a separate room, but you can just see the screen. Okay. <clears throat> oh, let's go out and see if we can see if we can hear. Okay, so you guys exit the conference room. You you see um, Stonefist, who's kind of at the end of a hall on the phone, animating very, or talking very animatedly. He's talking about <clears throat> just next steps, all this other stuff, uh, you know, operation. You can pick out a couple words, but not the whole thing. And then there's the TV kind of on the hung on the wall in like little corner lounge area uh, with the news feed on it. All right. Well, I want to know what's going on with that. So I'm going to go that direction. I'm going to go with you. Yeah, me too. All right. So you guys, towards the TV, not towards Stonefist. Toward, towards the TV first. All right. 
So you guys see on the news, uh, there's a little very made-up newswoman talking about. Uh, after a anonymous tip to the police yesterday in District 1, a raid was conducted on Marcus Mortimer's mining facility in Mortimer Mining Incorporated. In there, a chemical storeroom was found where toxin was being seemingly being put into the water pipe affecting citizens of Lower Utopia. Authorities believe that this may have caused the infection and disease that has been spreading around Lower Utopia lately, and Mortimer <gasps> is being hunted as we speak for questioning. Gasp. So that's why they had a troll down there. Well, it might not explain the troll, but it definitely... Uh, it says a lot about it's, why people um, sick. Yeah, well, I mean, if you saw it, it would have, it, it was pretty crazy looking. But obviously, us going down there to look was just making sure that there was something down there to look for. Because all of a sudden, there was a raid after an anonymous tip. I'm curious who that tip came from, because it was none of us. I think I have an idea, but let's, um, let's, let's go talk, let's go talk to our friend and see... What's going on with him? Okay, so he's still on... Stonefist is still on the phone. He's talking about uh, this. The Obviously, it was success. However, it just leads to more problems down the fusa. Uh, obviously, uh, the, uh, he kind of regards you. He says, uh, I must, uh, must go now. I will talk to you later. Hangs up his phone. Ah, yes, my wonderful party. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Stonefist. Good morning. Uh, how, uh, everyone doing okay? I mean, relatively, right? Better than being in jail. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good sleep and appreciate you putting us up. Better than being dead. Of course, I, uh, well, yes, obviously it's better than being dead. Uh, it's better than being in jail and I've, as Monsieur Lee knows, I take care of people who do a good job for me. Uh, so... Eventually, you will be all be discreetly wired uh, 5,000 credits. It might take a couple of days. The heat is on currently. Um, but uh, yes, you'll be, you'll be taken care of and paid greatly for your work, I assure you. So when we went to go check this out, was that having anything to do with the fact that Mortimer's mine was raided? Well, after we left the hospital, you passed along the pictures that you took and the information you gave to me. I sent that along to my sources that I have, my contacts. And uh, before, I mean, Mortimer could recover and deal with the incident with the troll, which was both fortuitous and very dangerous for our operation, uh, we had warrants and officers and investigators there uh, seizing the crime scene. It was, it was incredible. Um, from what I've gathered, talking to, to people involved, there was no security footage of anything that happened uh, at all last night. It's, uh, I don't suppose any of you would have anything to do with that? Not me. No, not me. Nope. It's uh, very possible that uh, Mademoiselle Tetrana did some things in. She's a smart one. Um, just a heads up, I have arranged for Dr. Smith to receive additional resources to develop the antioxidant uh, to restore the population. And with no more of it being pumped into the water, fingers crossed, 
recovery of Lower Utopia should start to happen very soon. So um, congratulations. Oh, You're all fucking that's awesome. heroes. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, yes, it's very, very, very good. Uh, so you guys, what are your plans for right now? Well, I feel like we got a pretty good rest. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, is there something we should be doing right now? Should I mean your compatriot was arrested last night? That is, um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if. No, I did mention to you that the police were on their way, which is why I came in and so hurriedly tried to get you out of there. Uh, yes, your Miss Yamila is in police custody here in the district. Okay, so he's close by. At least we can get to him. So far as we know. Well, the only... I mean, can we expect a large amount of protection there because of... I, I don't know. If they're, they were all looking for him for a very long time. How about you guys roll insight or just like intelligence checks, I guess. Whichever. 16. 12. or <clears throat> So, Robin, you don't really know anything, uh, but Mongo, you, I mean, you know you were involved in the raid on the police station to break Captain Mercan out. Um, so, there's a good chance that they've probably upped security around there. And Vanessa, just by, you know, thinking through the problem, Keith was involved in a terrorist attack on the police station. Um, based off what he told you, and what you guys heard from from Cap yesterday, when you spoke to him in the in the abandoned building, he still has some friends involved. So there might be some people who wouldn't fight you, but there would be. If just you guys went to do this alone, you'd be met with pretty severe resistance. Okay, so we need we need more than just us. We're gonna need help for this one. There's gonna I can only assume going to be a lot more guys than any of us can handle on our own. We? Is that something you can help us with? I mean, it's possible. Captain Captain Mercant, with whom Keith broke out, was a very good friend of mine. We partnered on a lot of instances. Uh, I know he would... I know he would be able to get those loyal to him to possibly fight on his side if a, uh, let's say, a battle were to break out there. Um, but at, it, we have to first track down Captain Mercant. I know he's gone into hiding. I keep very subtle tabs with him, but uh, he's not in my immediate vicinity right now. And uh, then to have him get organized and back here and for us to have a plan on the station. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, yes, we can get allies, probably. Uh, but it's, it won't be for... It won't be right now. It might be for tonight and some shit, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Well, yeah. that gives us time anyway. We can prepare and make sure that we have everything we need um probably should get some armor or something because i'm i'm not prepared to fight anybody you got your defense tattoo i got that yeah i well yeah i guess that's better than basically any armor you could get right now 
Okay, good. Well, then, all right. I guess I'm covered. Never mind. <laughs> press plate. Press plate. No, collarbone is where she got her tattoo. Not the press yes, plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so as you guys are starting to think about what you want to do to prep, um, Keith, you don't really have any sense of how long it's been at this point. Uh, has it been days? Has it been hours? It's been minutes. You know, guys, I'm having a real great time here. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to keep happening there, Keith. Um, so Alderman kind of grabs his, his club from his side. I, I, kind of, I kind of ignore him for a moment. I look back at the guy with the burn mark on and said, sorry. I never liked you, so. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I didn't mean to. You just guys got in the way. We're going to enjoy this. So Alderman walks up. He's like twirling his club around on this on his hand. It's got a little strap. Looks like one of those dirty tops in like old movies. He places his his uh, club on your shoulder. And he says, you're going to tell us about all your little friends. You're going to give us every information about how, who you, who was helping you. And you're going to tell us where you're hiding Captain Merkin. Okay? That's what you think. You got another thing coming, big boy. He takes his club and he smacks you on your left arm behind it back. Um, he hits you, uh, smacks your arm, no damage taken just yet. Um, so here's how this is gonna work. You're gonna have to withstand four torturing events. Um, essentially, you'll have to make four constitution saving throws. Uh, if you fail a constitution save, you have to make a wisdom saving throw to not give out information. Uh, if you fail, you don't have to tell the truth, but it is going to be a like high deception check. And if you fail your con save really badly, you're going to have disadvantage on whatever your um, or on your wisdom save, basically. Wow. Okay. Uh, Makes sense. So Alderman smacks you on the arm. Then <clears throat> the police officer you burnt, he comes up with his club. He pokes you in the chest a little bit. And he, he brings it down, smacks you in the balls with the chest. You take two damage um, and make a DC 13 constitution saving throw, please. I look, I'm going to go, dude, that's just low. <laughs> I don't care, Keith. He smacks you in the balls again. It's going to be a 15. 15. All right, so you save. So you don't have to give, you don't have to say anything. Alderman goes, Keith. This is only going to get worse for you if you don't just give up the information right now. Where's Captain hiding? <laughs> He's just whistling to himself. <laughs> All right. So there's kind of a, a wimpier looking officer. Uh, comes over, puts his arm on the back of the chair, yanks you down. So you're on your back now. Another one comes up, throws a rag over your face. Uh... You hear. No, you're violating the Geneva yeah. Convention, guys. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, 13. You hear the sloshing of water as this rag is being thrown over your face. And uh, they start waterboarding you, pouring water on your face. Uh, DC 13, Constitution saving throw. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Nothing seems to work so far. They keep smacking you again with the clubs. Boom. As you're on the ground. Alderman looks, he says, <clears throat> enough. 
tilts you back up, kind of smacks you in the back of the head. Uh, another officer lights up a cigarette. He takes it and he puts it right under your eye, the lit cigarette. Uh, and you take six fire damage, half to three because you're a tiefling, and a constitution saving throw. So you're being burned. So I take eight damage altogether? Uh, you've taken five. Two from the club, six halved to three. I'm just trying to keep track. Yeah. Nat 20. <laughs> you, I mean, you're rubbing it in these officers' face right now. <laughs> You're just saying, you're going to say anything to them? Uh, as he pu- puts the cigarette to uh, my face, I'm going to go, guys, I'm a fucking tiefling. Fire has no effect on me. It had a little effect. You took a little, you got a little hurt. You got a little hurt. Um, uh, is, does he move remove the cigarette? Is, like, is it gone? Yeah, he takes the cigarette off. Uh... <laughs> I kind of push my che- uh, like my cheek up to them and go, "There's nothing there, guys. Come on, <laughs> gotta have something better than this. Like, this is like old school shit. Don't you got anything oh, new?" <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Keith. <laughs> See, Alderman walks over to where he set his his coffee cup down on the two way mirror. Kind of pauses for a long time, pulls something out of his pocket. Uh, sounds like the rustling of paper. He uh opens up a newspaper and turns to you. He says, Monster Hunters or just monsters? Keith, make a insight or history check. Uh, history. 11. You've heard this headline before. Not only have you heard this headline before, you've memorized this headline. It's the headline of the news article written about your family's uh, exile from the city. This is a. Uh, have you have you read this one, Keith? It's pretty good. Keith he just looks away. He starts around the room. He says, uh, "Noted monster hunting family, the Millers. That's that's you. Look, Keith. Uh, failed in their duties to protect Utopia today. As a result, their of their failures, over 100 citizens of the city passed away." Uh, when questioned, the patriarch of the Miller family accepted no responsibility for his failure, nor any remorse for the lives of the civilians lost. Uh, law enforcement and politi- political forces have spoken greatly, and upon unanimous decision, the Miller family has been exiled from Utopia and forced to send, be sent out and deal with the monsters without the protection of the city. Uh, new advancements in technology have proven to be more effective at stopping the city than the Miller's family ever was. Okay? He uh, says the entire Miller family will be escorted out of the city this evening and Utopia will erase all traces of their existence. He folds the newspaper back up, kind of taps you on the head with it. Well, he just stares at him like daggers, like the first, probably like the first time 
in his life he's been this angry. Staring at me. You're angry. Your family was the one who failed. Not us. They didn't fail. It was nothing we did. You guys were the famous monster hunters. Yet when a flying creature attacked the city, you could do nothing to protect us. Nothing. I wonder why that is. Hmm. It's because your family fucked up. I don't know about that. Yeah. It is. Were you there? No. I wasn't there that day. But... Then how the fuck do you know? I know people who were. My brother was killed that day, Keith. By the monster. Your family could have saved him. Your family could have saved all those lives. It's not like we have wings. Well, you know what's going to happen, Keith? You're tough. You were trained. You're probably not going to talk. So what's going to happen is you're going to end up dying alone and afraid, just like the rest of your family did. Uh, Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. DC 13 still with disadvantage. 13, exactly. Sorry, 12. 12? All right. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. Same DC 13. If you fail, you have to give... You have to tell him something. A 14? (laughs) Minus one is 13. So you pass. (laughs) You pass your wisdom save. Uh, Alderman just stares at you. Do you know what happened to your family after they left the city? Yep. Really? Do you know, though? I do know. Then why don't you enlighten me, then? See if you're right. They were hunted down and killed, Keith. All of them. And I I wonder by who. Why do you think I would know? Yeah, because you're a little bitch. No, because I strangled your fucking mother. Yeah, kind of assumed. That's why you've always hated me. Yeah, I have. And I'm going to look forward to killing you. But I think we have a little show for you first. He, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Keith, uh, they, uh, they turn, look at you. All the officers kind of leave the room. Door closes. You're just handcuffed to this chair in the middle of the room at this point. Um, so, we go back to the station. It's been a couple hours. Uh, what are you guys doing to prepare? Doing for anything? Um, so... So we need to make sure we have weapons, ammo, possibly melee weapons, which I have my daggers, but um, guns, are, especially not our rifles, are going to work close range. We have to figure out where all the officers are, what our routes are going to be around. Do we blow up a wall is my next question. And then how do we get away afterwards? Uh, so as you're... Basically, as you say, do we blow up a wall? Uh, you hear kind of a knock, a big hefty on the door. And you see a, a giant hooded figure um, in the doorway. Says, uh, well, blowing up a wall is probably not going to work for you this time. Cap? Pulls his head off. It's Captain Merkamp. It's this big. <laughs> Captain! He's this big 6'7 half-orc. 
one tusk. He just sucks his head and goes, Captain. <laughs> one tusk kind of sticks out from his mouth. Uh, hey, guys. Guess I'm not hiding after all. Well, that's okay. We could really use your help right now. Yeah. I, I know it's I know it's not to save, you know, your, one of your favorite people. Um, but Keith's in trouble, and we have to go save him. I probably owe him. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I mean, oh, good. He almost killed me. <laughs> You could say it was a, it was, it was, it was basically a tie because he saved me from a situation I had fully under control by almost killing me and putting me in further danger. But yeah, I'm not in prison anymore, so why? I don't know. That was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Great. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Stefan is also offering me protection. That's part of the reason I'm doing it. Well, and I mean, he that's. Loves me. <laughs> Cap just out of instinct just says, no, I don't. <laughs> you guys are closer than you thought. No, that's not the case. Okay, okay. well, regardless, it's it's fine. We, we got this. Uh, so what, um, do you know? I mean, there's got to be a procedure here for when there's a high stakes prisoner it, or can we expect like a full full force coming against us and I mean Stonefist was saying that we might be able to get some allies inside yeah so I mean, here's what I can tell you uh, Alderman is not reasonable he's not a good dude by any sense of the word um, under his watch Keith does not really stand much of a chance uh, Stonefist kind of cuts in he's like uh, we, even with the best lawyers I can provide, uh, which to be fair, I have no reason to, for he is a complete asshole, uh, and probably oh. deserves what's coming to him, uh, if we do yeah. save him. Um, however, I do need all the men out of power, and his allies are against the betterment of the people. He is their instrument. I cannot leave him opposing me. Um, Cap cuts back, and he's like, yeah, Keith needs to be rescued. Plus, he's probably one of the few people that can actually do anything to help us against monsters who have breached the city. So, we kind of need him. Great. Well, so uh, that brings me back to my previous question. About yeah, I totally just sidestepped all of that. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was also very rude of me. Please finish. Vanessa, right? Vanessa... Yeah. Yes. Please yeah. finish your question. Uh, just, just was wondering about the blowing up the wall thing. Uh, I kind of still want to do that, but I don't want to, you know, cause a problem. So I just. Here's the thing with blowing something up: it causes things to fall down. Keith is most likely being kept in a secure basement, uh, mm. which means if we cause things to fall down. They probably will fall down on Keith. Uh, it would also be harder to like tunnel in and blow up the walls on the outside because they're surrounded by a foundation and a whole bunch of other shit. Basically, no explosives we could put together, short of a fucking like natural disaster, could destroy those walls. Kind of like the most secure part of the prison. 
So we have to find a way to sneak in then. I mean, sneaking is an option. Here's the deal. I have people inside who are still loyal to me. And no, I had no part in anything that happened to the Vixus girls and that Alderman's a fucking prick. Uh, so, at my signal, I can organize friendlies within the station to turn on the officers on Alderman's side. Um, now, there's no guarantee my guys win based off inside I have inside the prison. It's about 50-50 inside the station, how many guys I got, how many guys they got. Um, yeah. Plus, I mean, Keith definitely, when you break him out, won't have his puppet. He won't be rested. He'll probably already be hurt a lot uh, and maybe psychologically damaged. So, I don't really know. More psychologically damaged? You mean? Well, that's fair. I mean, if we pull this off, Keith is going to love me in a much more weird way. Um, I mean, God, why, why am I even doing this, to be honest? Um, yeah. So. No time to think about it. Let's get going. Let's get ready to go. All right. I will reach out to my people. You guys, make sure if you have anything that you need to do to prep, you do it. Um, but yeah. Well, seeing as how me and more than likely Robin have many people that have, we've dealt with in the past that would probably love to be able to break into a police station, can we reach out to them? Yeah, you can. Uh, do you have anybody specifically in mind? Not specifically, no, but I'm thinking like if I go to the, uh, the Crimson Cane and just be like, hey, anybody want to break into a police station? Yeah. I'm sure I get at least five volunteers. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hell yeah. yeah I'll, I'll try that. Okay. So, Robin, why don't you go with Mongo? Uh, I'm gonna... I feel like I should stop and check on my dad and maybe go talk to Bonnie because it's, it's been a little bit and she's probably still mad at me, but I'm not really sure with all this new Mortimer stuff. I am going to die. If you do that, <laughs> I was just gonna say, look, it's not. It's gonna be, take a couple hours. Mercant kind of speaks up. He says, "Look, it's gonna take a couple hours to kind of get everything together, and uh, there's gonna be a little less, a little less people in the station at night, probably. Um, so, how about you take a break? Probably can't go all the way up to." upper utopia and have like heartfelt conversations with people if you need to send a text to somebody you probably have time to do that but probably don't have time to go up there and come back down before we got to like make a move on this thing um but we can't go right now but we don't also don't have all the time in the world keith is in very got serious it. trouble okay well we'll wait for you to let us know then i will I guess I'll just go along with you guys and we'll go see if we can pick anybody up. Okay. So Keith, you're back in, in your, you're still in your holding cell, your interrogation room. Um, go ahead and make an insight check. Uh, 19. 19. You've 
you know, you know Alderman. Alderman's a fuck. Uh, but you've probably taken, like, you can kind of guess that the the newspaper talking about killing your family thing, that was probably his last thing he had to hurt you. Um, guess. Uh, you also know kind of where you are in the police station. You know you don't have your puppet. It would probably be in the evidence locker with a 19. Uh, and... But you also know that Alderman and his goons have been gone a long time, which means they're plotting something bad. Okay. Um, so you hear, you don't hear a knock on the door. The door just opens. Um, first guy in is the kind of dinkier little police officer. Uh, they kind of sulk into the corner. Um, Alderman walks in, and then the two beefier officers drag behind Alderman uh chuck there and throw him on the ground in front of you hi chuck uh go ahead and make a perception check <laughs> chuck uh 15 15 chuck is beat to hell he is not in good shape right now you know guys didn't have to beat up chuck He's already kind of useless. He's homeless. Does drugs. He didn't need to do that. That's just rude. And he also helped you. And he helped hide Captain, which makes him an enemy of the state. Uh, we forced him to, actually. I said, if you don't hide Captain, I'm going to slit your throat. And he did what I asked. So technically, he's a victim. Mm -hmm. So you just beat up an innocent person. I don't think he's much of a victim. That's not what he told us. Really? Yeah. What did he tell you? Chuck kind of looks up at you and says, Sorry, Keith. Sorry. I'm kind of like fades in and out of consciousness. Yeah. He says you and uh, your big orc friend brought Captain to his building. And he agreed to hide him there for you because he's your friend. And in turn, you wouldn't tell on anybody for squ him squatting at the abandoned building but you didn't threaten him at all this is we know who this is he's one of your contacts you go to him all the time we do know he's a drug addict and if you said he's an innocent person then you probably want to save him yeah i don't really give a shit what happens to chuck really yeah chuck kind of fades back in he says keith don't do this. <laughs> Blood is pouring out of his mouth. Tears down his eyes. Uh, he would be scratchy, but his hands are cuffed behind his back. Um, wow. He's, he's lying there on the floor. Uh, Alderman takes his gun out. Before he shoots him, what's... Uh, I, forget, I keep forgetting the dude's name. Um, the one we just raided. Mortimer. Mortimer? Yeah. I look up at him and go, how much is Mortimer actually paying you? Quite a bit, Keith. You think really? I care about that knowledge being out there? No, I'm just wondering. Quite a bit. Quite, yeah, quite but a you bit. Don't, don't kill him. He gets down, he puts his knee in Chuck's back, cocks his gun, points it to the back of Chuck's head. Keith, this is your last chance to give us anything. 
Otherwise, I'm going to shoot this man right in front of you. Then I'm going to chop your fucking leg off. <laughs> Can I cast Vicious Mockery? <laughs> do you have any spell slots left? It's a cantrip. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can go ahead and do it. Uh, he needs to make a... I think it's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw of... Nine? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Gotta look something up. Uh, what's the duration on... It's just a it's it's one d four physical damage and it's uh it's next attack roll it has disadvantage. Yeah, but is there is there a duration set on it or is it just next next attack roll? Next attack roll. Okay, let me look at his wisdom save. It's only plus one. He saves. Okay. <laughs> he says, uh, "Make an insight check while you do this, though." Uh, nineteen. Or perception insight. Yeah, perception. Uh, you see that the dinkier officer kind of raised his hand or raised their hand almost as, as if to cast something as you did it. But Alderman just laughs at you. He says, <laughs> you think you can mock me? Keith, I have all the power here. All the power. All right. Someone's power hungry. Did someone's mommy beat you? Takes his gun and he shoots you in the leg. <laughs> What's your AC? Uh, he, rolled 13, a nat- he rolled a natural 18. Um, <laughs> okay, you take uh, 1d10. You take 6 damage. Yep, someone's parents weren't nice to him. So he, now he has to project on others. Tell us where they're hiding, Captain. Tell us where your friends are or this man dies. Why are you threatening another person? Because hurting you didn't work. And you really think I give a shit about other people? This is... I'm going to count to five. Tell me, tell me something or I, sh- I kill this man. Five. We hit him. We hit him four, in the mines. Three. Make a deception check with disadvantage. Uh, my deception's so high too. <laughs> All right. Come on, baby. Come on. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to like this. Got a dirty 20. I rolled a fucking 15 and an 18. And then my deception's plus five. <laughs> All right. He's going to roll an insight check with advantage. Um, so he, he turns and looks to, uh, one of the other officers kind of nods his head, uh, and one of the officers leaves the room. Uh, Alderman takes his gun, shoots off one of Chuck's fingers. Chuck's like, ah, come on, ow. We'll look into that, but tell us the rest. Who's helping you? Where are you hiding? Where are your friends hiding? Uh, they are hiding in some random abandoned building, I guess. I don't know. You guys fucking took me. We've been on the. We don't really stay somewhere. You could look at my house if you really wanted to. He shoots off another one. Chuck's fingers. Not good enough, Keith. Dude, you know this place. There's fucking a man, like a million abandoned buildings. You could be in the factory. I don't yeah. know where they are. Who's helping you? You want to know who's helping me? Yeah. No one. I just found that random orc. I paid him a little bit of money to help me get Cap out because he's probably a drug addict. That uh, that orc named Mongo. Same orc who helped you with the uh, kidnapping of the Vixus girl. Probably. I yeah. don't know. I didn't know he, him. He was a random orc. Just so happened yeah. to be the same random orc who you were spotted with at Mortimer's facility, the weapons manufacturer. 
You know, you know what, Alderman? You know what coincidence is? Coincidence is not fucking that, you dingus. Coincidence can't be that. No. You were known to be committing three, at least three crimes together, seen on multiple occasions by multiple cameras, which we have all the city together. You're not just paying some random orc for that one, Keith. Try again. Shoots off another one of Chuck's fingers. Maybe I'm just paying him because I like him. I like him around. He's a good dude. <clears throat> Alderman gets up, points his gun at your hand this time. Chuck's still crying on the floor. <laughs> Says, uh... Is it daddy issues you're having? No, you're the one with daddy issues, because your dad's dead. I mean, I kind of assumed he was dead. He shoots off one of your fingers this time. You take... Uh, another d10 of damage. You take five more damage. Says... Why are you going after Marcus Mortimer? Why the fuck do you think? Hmm. He's a shitty little man. He's like six foot two. He's not little. He's taller than you. His personality's small. Yeah. Just like yours. Yeah. All you are is angry. He looks you straight in the eyes. No wonder why you're divorced. He shoots Chuck in the head and kills him. <laughs> You know, man, that's just fucking rude as fuck. He smacks you across the face with a gun and leaves the room. Bye-bye, angry man. Couple of the other two officers that were still in there are... Um, <laughs> Can are, I turn back to, to both of them and go, Look, do you guys really want to follow that douchebag? I don't care about Alderman. I like the money that we're going to get paid by Mortimer. So... That we are getting paid by Mortimer. Alright, so instead of being an actual cop, you're just a fucking dick. Have you seen this fucking city? Everybody's a fucking dick. Crimes everywhere. Uh, the government's letting go to shit. I'm just getting what? I'm just getting mine, bitch. I mean, why did you become a cop in the first place, son? Power. Is that really all? Yeah. Didn't you as a kid, you wanted to be a hero? No, I wanted to be powerful, and now I am powerful, and I'm also rich. Is that really what you want in life, though? Don't you want to help people? No. No? No. Hey, I'll kill you first. Okay. You're handcuffed to a chair completely. You're gravely <laughs> wounded, missing a finger. It's your middle finger, by the way. Actually, no, roll a, roll a d6. Uh... <laughs> If you roll a six, he just like shot a hole in your hand. F, okay. uh, five is your thumb. Uh, it's my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have no thumb. He's like, you you lost a fucking thumb, idiot. How is he gonna do finger guns? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, can I cast firebolt? <laughs> Uh, sure, you can. Uh, how do you cast Firebolt? Well, how are my hand? How are my hands chained? So your legs are chained to the front two legs of the chair. Your hands are behind your back, chained to the back two legs of the chair. Okay. Can I cast it with my horn? <laughs> sure. Make a DC eighteen Arcana check. 
Arcana. <laughs> Plus two to Arcana. Let's go. I got a 18 exactly. Okay, yeah. You can cast it with your horn. <laughs> You're going to roll it with disadvantage. I'm just going to okay. tell you that. Uh, 14 out of 16, so 14 plus my charisma modifier is 5, so 17, 18? Uh, 18. Are you attacking the beefy dude or the dinkier person? Which one was saying he was like rich and powerful? The beefier, the beefier dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> okay, roll your damage. Uh, firebolt, firebolt. It's 1d10 of fire damage plus my charisma modifier. Uh, it's a 10 plus 5, so 15 fire damage. <laughs> 15 fire damage. Dang, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, he shoots you again. 18 plus a bunch to hit. Uh, another d10. You take three more damage. Uh, as we cut away from the interrogation, Chuck's dead body's on the floor. Keith keeps getting damaged. He has no thumb. Um, Sorry, Chuck. You're a good man. It was the same. It was a, you know what was funny? It was the same cop you burned earlier. Uh, <laughs> so. There's just two burn marks on him now. Yeah. So you guys, Vanessa, Mongo, and Robin, uh, you want to go to the Crimson Cane? Yeah. All right. So you guys walk into the Crimson Cane. It is this... It's in a district over, but you know, it's not that far away. Um, it's this halfway house. There's a, in kind of the entryway, you see this dragonborn man uh, named Terrence Reardon behind the deck desk. Uh, he walks in and says, uh, Mr. Mongo, welcome back. How can I help you? Um, I need to get a message out to anybody interested. We are raiding a police station to break a friend of ours out. Uh, district over. So if anybody wants to join us, they are more than welcome. And I give them like all the details of when we're starting. And says, well, normally we don't allow uh, recruitment and business to be di- discussed on grounds. However, if you maybe make I, it, I know it's make it kind worth of my against while. the rules. Yeah, maybe make it worth my while. We can allow little speech to be made in the lobby area. Have we gotten the money yet from uh, Stefan? The uh, credits? Sure, yeah. Pops up. 5,000 credits, where did you make? I will give you 2,000 credits to let me do this. Holy shit, I was thinking like 50, but I'll take the 2,000. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get it done. <laughs> so you, you Venmo this guy 2,000 credits. He says, uh, yes, please, I'll even announce you. Everybody, everybody who is interested, Mr. Mongo has a proposition. Uh, this is a hotel-proved event, uh, so please listen to him if you would like, if you're interested in a job offer at the, at the moment. Uh, I can't really tell you what to fucking do. But... Make the greatest speech ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh just wanted to see if anybody would like to join myself, my friends Robin Hoodie and Vanessa Halen here, trying to free another friend out of a kind of a rocky situation in a police station the next district over. We are basically just getting him out so we can fix what hell is going on in Lower Utopia here. I thought you and were a cop now. 
I heard you was one of them cops, one of them consultants. One guy shouts well, from the audience. Uh, I'm taking money wherever I can get it right now. <clears throat> Another guy says, hey, yeah, fuck money. Woo. Tell them you'll pay them 100 credits each. If anybody joins, I will pay you 100 credits apiece. All right. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Uh, Robin and Vanessa, does one of you want to give him the help action? Yeah, I will. Okay, but you got to add something to the speech. You don't have to just do it for free. Get up on the that's, table. That's fine. It's right. Just talking your heart out. Did you say perception or persuasion? Mongo rolled a persuasion check. Uh, strong woman. <gasps> no, you're not the <laughs> one rolling it. You're not the one rolling a persuasion check. You have Damn to it. say something. <laughs> To okay, give Mongo well, advantage. So fuck your nat okay. 20. Well, it was just for good measure. Our people, listen, this is not going to be an easy job. I want to make sure that if you are going to come with us, you need to know we're going to meet a lot of resistance. But if you help us with this, it's not only to help our friend, it's not only to help somebody who's innocent for what he's being charged with and what they're probably doing to him, but it's a chance he's for us. He's not actually innocent. <laughs> Some guy shouts that. Okay, I'll leave now. I'm not interested. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. There. There's a chance for us to fix <clears throat> things that are happening here. Not just a chance to get money, but a chance to do something good. What do you say? One guy, uh, it's Jack. He's an old friend of yours, Mongo. He says, you mean to tell me we're trying to get rid of crooked cops? Yeah, that's part of it. And we're right. trying to get rid of this uh, disease or illness that's going around, too. Yeah, fuck Mortimer. Roll a persuasion check again, um, and then you'll take the higher number. You rolled a 14 on your first one. Let's go. 18. A couple of them look at you. Jack, this guy, your old friend, says, Look, man, I don't like those fucking cops over there. If we can take some of them out, that could open up a few little... Uh, few little opportunities for us going forward. How about you guys roll a d6? One of you, whichever. Or Mongo, roll a d6. Oh. Roll, a, roll another d6. <laughs> roll another d6. Ooh. Let's try to actually get it where it belongs now. Yeah. So, Jack, he kind of stands up, nods to you that he's going to help out. He sees nobody else really stands up. He motions to his guys. He says, look, guys, it's a fucking easy paycheck. We'll just go kill some cops. Not too bad. Five more guys stand up. Um, yeah. So now these six will accompany you on your raid of the police station. Um, they're going to be fighting on the side of your cops. So how that's going to work is basically your cops versus dirty cops. Now your cops will get advantage on their D20 okay. roll, basically. Okay, cool. Uh, so you guys that is speech I've ever heard <laughs> could have played to their heartstrings a little bit more come on guys you have to remember the, the clientele though um, their heartstrings which yeah. is they want to kill cops they're criminals <laughs> not all criminals want to kill cops just saying um, true. true so yeah you guys have now six gangsters ready to help you um you head back to the uh, shelter. Mercant and Stonefist are there chatting up. 
kind of going over schematics of the station. Um, what are you guys doing? Night's starting I to I want to send texts. Okay. Um, maybe I should wait, but, well, no, because just in case I die. All right, so I'm going to text my dad just to say, hey, checking in, want to make sure you're doing okay. He says, yeah, I'm doing great. What, what you got going on? Well, we're uh, in a in a tough situation. We're going to help a friend out, and uh, I just want to make sure that everything was good with you, and that you didn't get any backlash from the situation that's been going on. No, nothing happened to me, girl. Whatever you're doing, I know you can do it. Good luck. Boom, you get a D6 of Arctic Inspiration uh, yeah. for the next hour. Uh, is that the only person you want to reach out to? No, I also want to reach out to Bonnie. Okay. I have, I have I have it written already. Uh, so I texted. I said, Bonnie, I'm sorry about the other day. I need to know that you're safe and the family's safe. No matter what, I love you guys, period. I want to talk this out with you really soon. I promise to tell you everything. No more secrets. She says, family's fine. A little shook by today's events. I'll see you tomorrow. Heart emoji. Yay. Okay. Woohoo. Thanks. Um, all right. So Mercant kind of isn't going over the plan. Uh, he says, yeah, so my signal, my guys will turn on Alderman's guys. Honestly, there's a side entrance that you, motions to the three of you, you guys should probably go in. I'll lead the force and well, I points to the, the criminals that you guys just got. He's like, I know a couple of you. I'm not against you guys right now. I just want you to know that we're all on the same side. Uh, I'll lead these guys with my guys into the building at the front entrance and uh, maybe get some shit done. All right. All right. Okay. So you guys start making your way towards the police station. Um, night it's you know eight nine o'clock at night um neon lights reflect the uh you know neon lights shine all around the city of lower utopia you know people are out there busy active police stations right near the bar mini cows that you guys would always go into um you're approaching this police station it's you can see it's still a little damaged just in general from the events of the other day uh there's a few guys outside having coffee or smoke. Um, and yeah, you guys are approaching the station. All right. So the other thing we need to remember, Keith's more than likely, like Cap said, not going to have his puppet. We need to make sure that we put that on our route on our way out so we can get that for him. And keep in mind that one of us may have to carry him. I don't know. Cap says, yeah, the evidence locker's in the basement, kind of near where he's being held. It'll be on your way. But the guy down there is kind of a little skeevy fuck, so he's probably going to fight you. But he's also kind of a wiener, so oh, we'll just have all right. to <clears throat> be like one, maybe two kind of dinky officer desk jockeys that you guys would probably easily fuck up. Well, that's promising. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So look, I'll take these guys in here. I'll go in first, sound, 
hit my signal, my guys will turn. Um, that should give you guys a distraction to kind of get through down the stairs, which are right by that side entrance to the evidence locker, um, and to get Keith. Uh, guys ready to do this? All right. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Take a sip of whiskey. I'm ready. So Mercant and the criminals kind of sneak up to the main stairway. Uh, one of the criminals hits a little breaker on a transformer. Lights go out on the street, allowing them to sneak up. Lights kind of flicker back on. You can see one of the cops that was out there on the um, like little stairs outside the, the station is on the ground. Another one of the cops is nodding at Cap, uh, kind of like agreeably. Um, and you see Captain goes inside and you hear some shouting. Um, so I'm going to roll opposed d20s for how it goes on the inside it's going to affect your escape basically cap rolled with advantage cap's team rolled with advantage they rolled really well oh wow okay so we'll get back to that oh man what are you guys doing heading to the side door that cap told us about to sneak our way in it's locked with an electronic lock. But we have our app. All right. Yeah. One of you, whoever is the best sleight of hand, should roll a sleight of hand check with advantage. Well, I have uh, plus six on sleight of hand, so... It's probably you. you. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, you. 18? Boom. Type it in. 6969 is the password. Door unlocks. Uh, <laughs> seems like that's the password everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody's got a dirty mind. <laughs> door unlocks all right so we see you're at the kind of entryway of the side you're at the side entrance how about you guys make perception checks okay twenty seventeen plus three you got twenty because you have plus three yeah twenty so Vanessa and Robin you see cap and the boys are fighting alderman's guys in the main lobby area um you don't know, but you see this kind of pudgy guy fucking somebody up, but then, you know, some of Cap's guys are also getting hurt, too. Uh, it looks, it's a melee. Nobody sees you guys really going in. Robin, uh, this is a police station. It's a police station. Just keep, just keep that alive. <laughs> um, so you guys are at a stairway. You guys gonna go up or down? Down. Okay. Down. So you guys go downstairs. Uh, you're in a long hallway. Um, make perception checks again. Thirteen. Six. Twenty from Robin. So Vanessa, right around you, you see uh, immediately to your left, there's a door that says evidence. Um, Robin, you see down the hall a little bit um, that... There's four rooms on the right side, or actually eight doorways, passive, like knowing police station things. Four of those are interrogation rooms. Uh, four of those are like witness rooms. Question. Uh, yes, sir. How far is my room from the evidence locker? Um, 
to let me finish with what I was saying. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's eight doors on the right side of the locker. Uh, door number three and door number seven, you can see light coming out of them. Um, how about you make an insight check? Thirteen. The room. Wait, can I use bardic inspiration? You can, but uh, I thirteen's thirteen's good enough. You can probably guess that the rooms with light in them are probably more likely to have people in them than the rooms without light. So doors okay. three and seven was what you'd assume. So, but they're on opposite sides of the hallway, right? If it's four and four. No, all the doors are on the right side. Okay. Look from where you're looking. Uh, Keith, roughly five minutes before this happened, Alderman and his goons all came back into the room with you. Hi, guys. Just FYI. So, uh, assault crew. Actually, Keith, how about you make a little perception insight check on these cops? Okay. Uh, now, can I ask how far do you think... I am from the room. Sure, you can make an insight well, check. We'll put we'll put it this way. Can I connect to my puppet? It's your puppet is right. restrained, and you're probably more than sixty feet. Okay, because I can still see and hear through it. Yeah, I thought about that. That's your, what I was just wondering. Your puppet's basically locked up in like a cage. Okay. Right now, uh, I got a thirteen. Thirteen. The cops notice something is going on. And they look like they're setting up an ambush at the door. Okay. Okay. Uh, and if you want to see through your puppet, you can see that it's in a cage. Uh, and there's two little dudes kind of behind well, it. Well, if, if it's past 60 feet, I can't see. Okay. I can't connect with it. Yeah. I mean, you're probably past 60 feet at this point. Okay. okay. I was just wondering. I thought I could do something cool. Assault crew, what are you guys up to? Well, there's three of us. And, we, I mean, we can't do anything with the puppet ourselves, right? Like, can any of us carry it? You can carry it. You can't do anything with it. Okay, but, we, it. but we could get it and yeah. bring it with us. Bring it to a fight. Okay, let's do that. I want to, let's, since the evidence locker is right there, let's go in and get the puppet, and then we'll go find Keith. Okay. So you guys kick the door open to the evidence locker to gremlins with fucking guns are pointed out you say, you're not going any further you're not getting this shit it's like a normal like cage like a cell so it's like the little they're hiding behind bars but they're not like unreachable if that makes sense okay well i mean are they a significant barrier to the puppet they have the evidence door locked and are hiding okay. behind a desk. Uh, I mean, and they're pointing guns at us already. <clears throat> so what do we do? Threaten them. Yeah, I'm just going to try to use my size against them and be like, you know, I'm taking this thing and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, good. That's a good, that's a good thing. I'm kind of like squeegeeing behind Mongo and like pushing him up front just in case. All right, Mongo, roll an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> Roll again. Take the higher number. They're like, oh, that's better. This is not a, this is not a uh, barriered in surface. Uh, We'll put our guns down uh, and open up the evidence locker. Just don't hurt us, please. (laughs) So they hit a little button, put their hands up. Hey, yeah. Going, grab, grab the whole cage that the puppet's in and walk out. 
Okay. All right. So now we're going to go out, and now we're going down the hall. Okay. So doors three and seven were the ones with lights in them. Can we... Well, if they're setting up an ambush, there's probably not going to be any talking happening. To be fair, you don't know they're setting up an ambush. I guess that's true. So, so could can I we, ready an action? As we, sure. Keith, um, you're ready in action. You also... Something blinks in your head. Your puppet's back in range. Can I look around? Yeah. You see... Uh, can I... Okay. What are, you, what are you looking for, I guess? Well, I can actually talk through it, too. Okay. <laughs> Um, does a, do you think a, a whisper they could hear? They'll roll a perception check on you if you try to make a deception check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, big fishbowl, not big fishbowl, fishbowl with fish in it. Three fishes are swimming around. Okay. Make a deception check. <laughs> I'm going to make it in the way of a song. <laughs> there are three angry souls swimming in this fish bowl right now. Uh, Can't get <laughs> at the door. 22. All right. <laughs> they, uh, the cops are really focused on like getting ready for this. Oh, God. It's also, hard. there's four officers, just FYI. Four. So I say four. We're just four Shit. bad guys in a fish bowl. <laughs> So okay. you guys, you guys in the hallway, you hear four fish, fish bowl, swimming around. Ah, from the dog. Oh God! Who's still in a cage, by the what? way? Did, what did oh, let, let, it, let it out! Let it out! See if it'll bring us to him. All right. I, no, no, no! That's him talking through it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta follow it. Let it out! Let it out, Mongo! Yeah, so I, I set the cage down and. Open the door. There's a lock you have to break. Hey, can so you make a strength check? Lock breaks. Sixteen. Right off. Nice job All with right, the rolls. Little one. thing. Puppet. Go find Woof. go find your thing. Go find your owner. Go go find your dad. Go. So it's skip. Alright, so we follow. I just stands there because I have no idea where I am. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can make perception checks through the wolf. And do dogs have uh we're gonna say it has the stats of a wolf, right? No, it uh, has a statue of a puppet. It's not like actually living. Okay. It, it's it does so bark and pant though. Something, it's creepy. It, it does have it has it shares stats with me. So the okay. stats it has health and it has all of my ability scores. All right. The only difference is it okay. has uh, half my uh, AC plus my uh, charisma modifier. Okay. Well, if there's that much connection, wouldn't it be able to like? find you regardless of not knowing where you are there are no. four identical interrogation rooms there's no way so, Keith knows which ones he's in but i will allow yeah. you to make a perception check through the wolf and i'll okay. allow it to like hunt for you so i'm gonna look at because uh, i'll explain it to you in a second if i can find the wolf technical bond i think please puppeteer so pretty much, um, since I chose as a magic one, I don't think I can actually, I can't. Okay. So choose a puppet. Your magical tether with your puppet can only be broken. If you lose consciousness, um, small, medium, small, choose between puppet, blah, blah, blah. I chose beast. Beast doesn't give me anything. Yeah. So I can't. So what it is, is 
since I chose a magic one, I can't actually like see through it, like okay. feel it, feel its presence. I would say that's the best right. way to putting it. Okay, yeah. So I can I can see, hear, smell, feel, and cast spells through it. Okay. I can't actually like sense where it is. All right. And since I chose a magic one, it, it acts more as a wand for me than anything. Well, I'm gonna let your dog fucking sniff for you. How about that? Because no, yeah. I think it's cute. That's... All right, Keith, what did you roll in your your perception? 16. 16. So your wolf, out of the cage, it's kind of panting, <laughs> starts sniffing. It goes to the first door, or the first door with a light under it. Three, it sniffs, it moves on. Kind of scrolls down the hallway, all the way down, sniffing, sniffing, comes to the seventh door, the door with the with the light on. Um, and it, uh, it kind of paws at the ground right there. Looks back at you guys. <laughs> yep. Okay. Seven. He's there. Let's go. Let's do it. So, right when they open the door, I'm gonna cast a blinding or not. Uh, what is it? What is it? Was it dancing lights? Uh, and move them in front of each of the four guards' eyes. Okay. Um. And since I don't think I need to make an Arcana check, because I'm not really using it on like how it's no. so I'm just trying to like distract them but make a stealth check okay we should try and be stealthy now 18. I mean they know we're coming but 18 you said yep okay you will be able to do that you'll be able to cast it in front of them uh, we still have no idea there's guys there either so we should be uh, I'm more supposed to just hoping it's either distracting them or giving them at least disadvantage on their attacks okay I'm just gonna read dancing lights real quick so you create up to four torch sized lights within range making them appear as torches lanterns or glowing orbs that hover in the air for a duration you can also combine the four lights into a glowing vaguely humanoid form of medium size uh whichever form you choose each light sheds dim light into 10 feet radius as a bonus action on your turn you can move the lights up to 60 feet okay no i think that works uh okay um so, you guys... Ooh, what are you going to say, Bex? Uh, I was trying to say it myself, like, damn, this spell has come in so handy for such a useless spell. <laughs> um, let's be fair, it's only worked once. Um, but that one time was pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to clear your initiative order real quick. Um, so, you guys in the hallway... You come to the store that the puppy was pawing at. I'm going to try and yeah, see if I can hear. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to get close to the door and see if I can hear anybody talking. Okay, make a perception check. Oh, so 16. Nobody's talking, but the wolf did say something about four fish. Swimming in a fishbowl. Right fucking now. All right, so... Pointing without, guns at without the door. Saying anything. <laughs> you done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be theatrical about this. I look over at the two guys and I just say I, I give them four fingers and point at the door, and then the sh. Okay. So we're gonna just go in. What kind of doors are on? Locks are on those doors. Uh, it's a normal 
It's like a steel door, like a reinforced door. Locks from the outside, though. <clears throat> um, question. Yeah. You said before that there's a one-way mirror. Yeah. That would be two-way mirror. Two-way that mirror. would be like either room six or eight. Yes. I'm assuming. Uh, if the is there anybody in that room six or room eight? No, but you can make insight checks and investigation checks. All right. Eight. 23 on my insight. So, Vanessa, based off how the the hallway is laid out, it would make it would really only make sense for the like viewing room to be room eight. Uh, so, do you, do you guys want to make investigate checks of that room? Yeah, we should probably at least check it out. Seven. Good God, eight. So, Vanessa, let's hope this carries on into fucking battle. Vanessa, you're taking charge. Um, right now you guys were pointing at the door the dog was kind of pawing at it mongo says what about a uh like viewing room you look immediately you take your bowcaster you kind of breach and clear check the corners of room eight there's nobody in there um and you see four police officers in the room through the two-way mirror they think you're coming in the door Two of them, one has like immediately breached to the left of the door with like a sword. Another one, kind of five feet behind, away from the door with his gun out. Alderman kind of standing in the middle of the room. Make a perception check. Hmm. Alderman's standing over a kind of familiar looking dead body, but you don't really know what it is. Um, and then in the nearest corner to your left, you see a dinkier looking officer uh, kind of standing back, looking like it's ready to do something. Okay, so four total, and do I see Keith? Keith is in the middle of the room, handcuffed to a chair. Okay. Without his thumb. That's on, that's on your well, other I, hand. I don't know. If, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to see that yet. You see blood dripping down kind of near the chair, though. <sighs> okay. Uh, do we, can we break through that mirror? Yeah, you fucking can. Somebody make a strength check. Mongo. Tell him it. Oh, no. I'm not strong enough. Why the f- Everybody, Mongo and Robin, make strength checks as well. Oh, boy. Would you guys please all tell me what you rolled? Say it for the audience. 12. Uh, F8. So you guys all three at the same time it's really like you guys are like you like team up you're gonna fucking you're gonna get this thing you guys all shoulder lunge into the window or and bounce off of it making a very loud banging sound and you can see through the mirror all of the cops turn to you everybody roll initiative oh my god just open the fucking door i'm vexed okay i want to be badass that's why i got it tattooed on me did you not hear the whole thing where I had our action ready? Oh, <laughs> I just rolled a nap one on my initiative. I forget how to roll initiative right now. Uh, on your main page, <laughs> I got in it. I got a Six. 16. Come on, 16. that was teetering on the 16. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so Keith, That's you're up first. Terrible. You are handcuffed to the chair 
Can you put Boom. them in? Bad guys are okay. in. They all turn to them, right? Yeah, all of them turn towards the mirror. Can I somehow have right. my dog bust through that shit? You can make a strength check for your dog. It would take its action, though. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's going to be a 15. 15? So your dog, after the other guys bounced off of it, the mirror's kind of reverbing, your dog punches its head through, breaks the, the two-way mirror, glass shatters everywhere, and it's in the room. The window is no longer there. Um, I'm just going to have my dog look back at the group. <laughs> Your, your puppy kind of turns and goes. That's <laughs> not necessary. It is not. Uh, it is Lieutenant Alderman's turn. Uh, Alderman is this big, tall, kind of dirty, blonde, very proper-looking police officer. Uh, he's gonna stab at Keith twice. Uh, so he has. He makes two attacks with a, his spear. He pulls the staff off his back, lights it up. It's a laser spear. You're restrained, so he attacks with advantage, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, your AC's 14? Yep. First attack misses. You kind of dexterously dive out of the way. <laughs> Second attack misses. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, next He's up is good. going to be the guy who's in the near corner. Uh, I'm kind of strained. How do you miss, man? He says, I'm going to kill you just like I did your mom. Um, this guy That's is going rough. to cast Spirit Guardians. Uh, the guy in the corner It's um, going to use his action. Uh, so this... Oh, wait, no. That's Concentration Spell. No. Yes, it is. He's not going to do that. Um, he's going to cast uh, Sacred Flame at the puppet because uh, it just broke in. Um... So your puppet's got to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Let's go. Dexterity is high. Six. Six. It fails. Takes 1d8 of damage. Radiant damage takes five radiant damage. Not that bad. Um, Shit, I have to redo his, the puppet's health. Uh, keep going. Sorry. That's, I'm just talking. So about next up is the uh, officer with the club. Uh, he's going to charge at, he's going to, he's actually, you guys are still on the other side of a window, so he's going to pull out his, his pistol. Uh, he's going to attack at Robin. 14 plus two, 16 to hit. Your AC is 16. So he's going to shoot you for, uh, 10 damage to Robin. Wow. Uh, and up next is Mongo. Alright, I'm going to take my crossbow okay, and shoot it at Alderman and miss wildly. Yes. <laughs> uh, Robin, it is your turn. I think I'm going to shoot back at the guy that shot me. Okay, that's night two on your screen. Am I? You blast at him. He dexterously dives out of the way. Uh, do you get an extra attack at level five? You have I a do. second attack now. I'm doing it. You hit. You hit knight two for eleven damage. The officer he dex he like dexterously dives out of the way of the first attack, but then ready up, exhale as you release. Boom! Pull the trigger. Blast him right in the shoulder. 
Uh, it is the officer that Keith burned. Um, he's going to pull out his sword and make two longsword attacks at Keith. I'm just wondering, did you ever do the damage to him? Yeah. That I did to him? Yeah. Okay, let's make it through. His first attack fucking misses. I haven't rolled higher than a four attacking you with advantage. I've rolled f six dice. The highest I've rolled <laughs> is a nine total. Guess this, uh, the D&D &D gods really want Keith around. <laughs> that time it's going to fucking hit you. Um, <laughs> Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> so he's going to stab at Keith uh, for six damage. Uh, which brings us to Vanessa's turn. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at the guy that just stabbed <laughs> Keith. So night one. Okay. Sixteen. Oh, misses. You miss. They're wearing like Kevlar body armor, um, but you do have your second attack now. Well, I'm gonna throw a knife this time. I'm gonna throw a righty. Okay. And that's also going to fucking miss. You God miss, and Righty is on the ground in the interrogation room. Uh, brings us up to Keith. <laughs> Going right for night one. <laughs> okay. Uh, two claw attacks with my wolf. Uh, one's a 17 and one's a 16 plus 8. So Both of those are plus 8? Yeah. All right, both hit. Gotta love having my charisma modifier as my attack modifier. That is pretty nice. Yep. Or plus five, sorry. So, plus five, they still both hit. Yeah. Uh, they're 1d6, I believe. Attack. Yeah. 1d6, yep. Uh, one's going to be a five, the other's going to be a six. So 11 damage total? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's it for Keith. Uh, Lieutenant Alderman's going to go. He's going to pull out his gun and uh, shoot at... Vanessa. <laughs> My God. He drops his gun as he's pulling it out of his uh, <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. And he's just going to make lieutenant. He's going to take his second attack and stab at Keith with his spear with advantage. That time he rolls a natural 19. Uh, okay. Right before, right before he stabs me, I'm gonna look at him. And go, you know, not much of a cop if you drop your gun. Uh, he hits you for thirteen damage. <laughs> uh, next up is. You said thirteen, right? Yep. Thirty-eight. Next up is the uh, police officer who's like in the corner by you. Um. He's going to kind of move back away from the window. Uh, and he's going to cast Sacred Flame um, on Vanessa this time. So, Vanessa, make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Uh, DC 13. So, on your save sheet, the one that says dex? It's, uh, okay, it's just that. Okay, yeah. sorry. I got confused. 13 is what you need to beat to not take damage. Ah, okay. And I didn't. All right, you're going to take 1d8 of radiant damage from Sacred Flame. You take 7 damage, Vanessa. Um, 
brings us to the knight with the gun. He's just going to shoot at um, Robin. No. Yeah, Robin. Robin's the one who shot at him. Uh, he's going to hit. He's going to hit Robin for five more damage. And that brings us to Mongo. You guys are still in like a totally separate room from them, by the way. Uh, also, Mongo, how about you make a, an insight check? Nine. All right, you don't really have any battle strategy skills. You just know you're in a separate room from them. I'm going to take another shot at Alderman. Okay. And miss. That misses. Uh, Robin, it is your turn. How about you make an insight check? Okay. Okay. You just see four, four bad guys in the next room. Jesus. Okay. I know, right? Uh, I'm going to take another. I'm going to try and go for him again. Night two. All right. You can make two attacks at him. Whoo! Yep. 25 does hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Six more damage to him. Nice one. Second attack. 21 hits. For another seven damage. This guy is not looking happy. Um. Next up is the guy that Keith assaulted. He's going to make two attacks with advantage at Keith. Uh, first one's going to hit. Second one's going to hit. Just going to roll 2d8 plus 6. 6, 12, 18 damage to Keith. Rude. Uh, Vanessa, insight check time for you. You said how much damage? Sorry. Uh, it's 18. 14. 14. Vanessa, you guys are shooting through a window at these bad guys. That window is not floor to ground. You guys can take cover behind this window if you want to, behind the lower part of the window if you want to. That's something that could happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, does that count as an action? It would be a bonus action to hide. I'm down, well, by the way. You're down? Uh, so Keith's unconscious in the chair. <clears throat> oh, wait, fuck. Never mind. Fuck. I can't do it. It's too late. What? What's up? Uh, my tattoo gives me, uh, I was able to go shadowy and, uh, take the damage by half. Uh, since it's a new thing, I'll let you reduce that last damage to nine. Okay. Well, I mean, it's 18, so to eight, nine. I'm fucking... Me. You're lucky I was even being nice. So yes, math is hard. So Keith is um, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Keith looks fucked up in this chair. Uh, Vanessa, after you attack, you can like bonus action hide behind this cover, or you can like hop into the room and engage. You are down one of your daggers. Still have your bowcaster. I'm gonna shoot my bowcaster at Alderman and then hide under. Uh, under that piece of wall there, the okay. window. You make two attacks and then bonus action hide. Miss uh, the first, first one. one misses. And second one misses. Second one misses, great. but you bonus action. As a bonus action, you kind of slide behind cover of the um, room. Keith, you're up. Two attacks against night one. Okay. Pop it release you, or is that not something it can do? What? Like, it couldn't, like, 
use the same strength to try and get your chains off or something? Keith has no spells, so... Technically, since I leveled up, I have two first... One level... Two level two slots available, but since we didn't take a long rest, I'm not going to use them. Just because of that fact. Well, I'd say, like, killing the the troll and the spiders, like, that caused you to level up before you took the rest... So you, but I, 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 you still have to take a long rest because I technically have none available. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like keep... technically speaking, I have two spell slots like to use, mm-hmm. but since we didn't take that long rest, I can't use those spell slots. Yeah. All right. I agree with that. Uh. So yeah, you, his wolf's better at fighting than he is right now, basically. Yeah. Because really, the only thing I can do is I don't have the fucking pistol anymore. <laughs> Yeah. So I would literally just be doing unarmed attacks, which is a lot less than the claws on the wolf. Uh, two attacks on night one with the wolf. Uh, one's a nat 20, and the other is a 15 plus 5, so dirty 20. Both hit, obviously. Roll your damage. Uh, 6 plus 4 is 10, plus 5 is 15 damage for the nat 20. And then 2 plus 4. Four or five, which is seven. So you said fifteen and seven. Yep. That knight does not look super happy about what's happened here. Um, I'm just staring at this dude. <laughs> Alderman's gonna pick up his pistol. He's going to make two attacks towards. Uh, he's gonna make one attack at Robin, one attack at Mongo. Attack at Robin fucking misses. Alderman sucks. Attack at Mongo fucking misses. Uh, the only reason we haven't died yet this campaign. The guy in the corner is going to hit Lesser Restoration. Cast Lesser Restoration on night two. Uh, so he kind of dives over to it. Puts his hand on it. Um, or no, he's going to cast Cure Wounds. My bad. Not Lesser Restoration. Cure Wounds at a second level. Um, So 2d8 plus 3. So he's going to heal that guy for 13 health. Uh, And that's his turn. Next up is the the knight that Robin shot at. He's going to take an attack at Robin. He shoots the priest. By accident, the priest his gun goes off while the priest is healing him for four damage. <laughs> what? Um, I take it you missed. Take it that's the fourth natural one I've rolled in like the last three rounds. Uh, Mongo, you're up. Okay, I'm done trying to shoot alderman i can't hit him with a shit so i'm gonna go for night one since he's already hurt with my o thingamajig and miss again miss maybe you should switch to melee range <laughs> uh, i'm thinking i should get my sights adjusted <laughs> so do you want to move or do anything else um i'm i'm gonna see that vanessa's hiding behind the wall and think, you know, that's a really good idea and I'm going to join her. Okay, so you slide behind the wall. Uh, Robin, you're up. What you got for me, baby? 
Two attacks on night one, on night two. One attack on night one. One attack on night two. Okay. No, just two on two. Two on two. Okay. Oh, that was so close. First one misses. Second one misses. Uh, as the blaster bolt goes by, Keith is kind of panting, clinging to life in the chair. One guy is stabbing at you. The door to the main interrogation room bursts open and Cap pops in. He says, you're fucking going down, Alderman. Um, he's going to go ahead and make an attack at the... Um, so, how it's kind of laid out right now. Cap is in the doorway. One guy is stabbing at Keith in the center of the room. Alderman is a little closer, probably like 10 feet from the two-way mirror right now. And two of the officers are down behind Keith on the far side. Um, Cap Merkamp's going to go for where the priest and knight two are. And he's going to swing at the priest. Uh, he makes two attacks. He's raging. He's going to go into a rage. Uh, so he's actually going to make three attacks at the priest, whose AC is that. First one misses. Second one hits. Third one hits. Uh, so he's got 2d12 plus three plus four. So 2d12 plus six plus four. Eight, 16, 22. He hits this guy for 26 damage. Uh, and he kills him. Chops his head off right there. Um, so the one mage goes down. Uh, it's back up to the guy who's been stabbing at Keith. He's making two attacks with advantage on Keith. First one hits. I'm probably dead. Second one hits. Yep. Better roll low. So this guy, who Keith burned twice, goaded over and over, has this kind of laser club lightsaber looking thing. Smacks him across the chest. Keith kind of falls to his face or bends down. He's still handcuffed to the chair so he can't really fly or fall. Then with the second swing, knocks him up, uppercuts him, and Keith gets knocked out. Um, his puppet goes down as he goes unconscious. And yeah. So Vanessa, you're hiding behind this little wall. You can peek up and attack. You can dive into the room. What are you doing? How much damage was that, by the way? Uh, he did 14 damage to you. 14. This was night one? That was night one that just did that, yes. Okay, well, I'm gonna... So I'm gonna hop right over. I'm gonna... Do, do you think... If, where's where's righty? Uh, Am I, I it's on the far side of the wall. If you wanted to go for righty, you would take three opportunity attacks. Okay, well, then I'm so not So Alderman is about seven, eight feet in front of you with a spear. Um, 
night one is like right on top of Keith's body in the center, like dead center of the room, about which is about five, five to ten feet past Alderman, and the two guys are about five to ten feet past Keith. Um, so you're about twenty feet from the knife, but there are three bad guys in your way. Okay. Uh, well, if Alderman's close, I'm going to do that. I mean, Keith's unconscious, so at least he's not going to keep stabbing him. Is, or maybe he will. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe he will. I don't know. I've uh, goaded him enough. <laughs> he might just sit there and keep just like. <laughs> um, I'm going to. So I'm going to peek. I'm going to peek over. and I'm going to take two shots at Alderman. Okay. So you're not jumping into the room. No, I'm not going to jump into the room. I'm going to just peek up. Real quick, take uh, take two shots at Alderman and get my head back down and see how I do with that. Okay. Is that considered half cover? Yeah, it's half cover. So they'd attack her with disadvantage. First attack misses. That's a ranger class I'm thinking of that gets advantage with half cover. Yeah. Half cover. And Robin hasn't taken cover. Your second attack does hit. You deal five damage to Alderman. Um, is that all you're doing? You want to use anything else? Um, what do, uh, are either of them injured? Just Robin, but not that much. Um, no, just going to use, just going to use that, okay. the hide, hide again. Uh, Keith, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Natural one. That's two fails for Keith. No. <laughs> Fuck. It's Lieutenant Alderman's turn. Alderman is going to turn, see Captain Mercant just break into the room. He's going to stab at him twice with his spear. Uh, Cap does have armor. <sighs> Not great armor. Cap, about the knights. God damn it. He's going to hit once on uh, Lieutenant Alderman, or Cap. gonna hit cap for 10 damage uh night two it's gonna attack captain mercant who because he's right there in front of him he's got two attacks at him with a sword it's gonna hit once for four damage not that bad mongo you're up you're ducked behind cover um right um Gonna try going after Alderman again. He's facing away from us now. Yeah, that doesn't do anything. Uh, are you gonna shoot, or are you gonna try to go in there and get at him? I'm gonna shoot again, because okay. I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh my god, I hit him! I'm jumping over the wall this time. <gasps> Dirty 20 to hit Alderman. Eight damage. For eight damage. It's not nothing. Nice. Um... Robin, you're up. You're standing in the room with two-way mirror. What are you doing? Am I close enough to Heath to a heel key? You'd have to get in there to touch him. You could get in there to touch him. And that would and I can still make an attack after that, right? No. No. Okay. I'll just run up to Keith real quick and cast and cast cure wounds on him. Okay. So Robin, dexterously Hops over parkour style, the the hole in the window. He dives through the legs of the guy who's like beating up Keith. 
touches him. Keith, brought back to life. Your wolf kind of groggily gets up, gets around. Uh, it's Captain Mercant's turn. He's going to go at uh, night two with three attacks. First one hits. Second one misses. Third one hits. Um, oh, man. At least Cap's rolling good on his damage. Uh, so that's 17 plus 6. So it's 17 plus 10. So he hits this guy for 27 damage. Wow. That's fucking big. I couldn't even do that when I was a fucking barbarian. God damn. <laughs> yes, I could. I did could a couple times. Uh, so, Robin, you just brought Keith back to life. The guy who really fucking hates Keith is going to make two attacks with advantage on Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's gonna make he's gonna make one attack on Keith, one attack on you. He attacks Keith with advantage, hits Keith. That's one d eight plus three. He does six total damage. Just gets knocked out. Again. Keith, I get knocked out again. Immediately knocked, out again. knocked back out. Uh, he's gonna attack Robin second time. Uh, but that resets his death save. It does reset right? his death saves. Um, he hits Robin. Sorry. No, that's really good. That's. That's super important. He hits Robin for six damage as well. Yeah, out of curiosity. Yeah, I rolled a three. <laughs> so I would have died. Uh, there was a chance he was just going to attack you anyway and just kill you. Oh, um, yeah, I know. So, Vanessa, you're up. Keith woke up for a second. His wolf started getting up. Wolf immediately fell over as Keith got stabbed or knocked across the face again. Robin is in there with a guy who was fighting at, you know, he's... It looks dead set on killing Keith, but that guy also looks really fucked up. Um, you're still in the other room with Mongo. Alderman and the other officer are fighting Cap on the far side of the room. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for that guy next to Keith and Robin. Uh, I'm gonna go at him with breath and give him a stab. I'm gonna do two. It, so you're throwing a dagger. It doesn't come back to you if you miss or hit, actually. Well, it doesn't have to be thrown. It's only thrown if I decide to throw it. Oh, I can so you're jumping it in melee. there? You're jumping yeah, in there now? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going in. All right. Going Could have done in. that from the start. Fuck you, all right? I'm doing it. Just <laughs> let me... God damn it. You know what, Keith? You're going to stay dead. Just shut up. <laughs> Heck, I'm not going to heal him again. Night one is the guy who is okay. uh, right next Good. to Keith. Good. Then I'm going to run in. Make two attacks with Bertha. First one misses. 19 does hit. So Bad Vanessa. Damage. Most combats yes. haven't gone Vanessa's way so far. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my God, yes. But this time, she finally has the opportunity to take someone out. How do you want to do it? I'm running right at the at him i'm gonna do like a crazy awesome jump and like in my own head i'm gonna be slow motion like reaching over my arm and i'm gonna stab him right in the jugular that part between the neck and the shoulder where it'll bleed a lot but it'll just be like yeah roll an acrobatics check to see how cool your fucking jump is yes. <laughs> she sounds almost orgasmic over there <laughs> oh my god it's fucking amazing so vanessa <laughs> this is what D&D &D does to you when you get that killing blow so Robin just like monsters. one hand parkoured over the window into the room to heal Keith 
Vanessa, you straight up jump and backflip like over the wall. Uh, so it's so cool. Everybody kind of stops and stares for a second as you do it. You, I kind of open one eye. <laughs> you sprint up fucking like a god after watching Tetrana and how cool she is with all her shit. You hold, you're holding the knife backhanded, sprinting up to him. You kind of fake like you're going one way. You jump around him, get on his back, stab him right in the fucking like area of the neck, hitting his jugular. Blood starts spurting out all over the place, and you just drag his body to the ground. Um, while you're here, make a perception check. Fifteen. As blood is raining down on you and Robin and Keith, um, you kind of look around the room. You see the dead body on the ground is Chuck. Not the one that you just killed, obviously, but the guy behind you, the dead body you noticed earlier. What the fuck? What What happened to Keith? Chuck, I'm sorry. I'm I'm startled right now. What the hell happened to Chuck? Keith, make a death saving throw. Two. Two? Two. Well, it's not two fails. (laughs) It was at a quarter, and it almost was a one. Uh, Alderman is going to make two attacks at Cap. First one misses. Second one does hit, though. Alderman hits Cap for eight damage. Cap's taking a lot of hits in there. Um, next up's Knight 2. Knight 2 is going to make two attacks at Cap. First They're both one. over at Cap now. Yeah, first one misses. Second one hits. He does eight more damage to Cap. Cap is not in great shape. Um, Mongo, so you're still, you're the last one in the room, uh, hiding behind cover. What's up? What are you doing? Uh, If I jump into that other room, do I still have enough in me to attack somebody or? So I said the room was about 20 feet wide. So you could get over to like Alderman and the other knight, the other officer. Okay, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> jump into the other room and take a swing at night two with my longsword. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack roll. 16 misses. <laughs> Robin, you just got clocked in the face, but you saved Keith's life. You made sure he didn't die. Um, you're in the center of the room with him. What you going to do? Where's Blood is... Blood is raining down. So Lieutenant Alderman, Knight 2, are basically on either side of Cap about 10 feet from you. Um, Vanessa is, like, right to your right, essentially. Uh, Blood is raining down on you from the guy who she just stabbed in the jugular. Keith is out again. Um, And Mongo is with the other mess of people. Okay, and Knight 2 is in melee range, correct? No, you're about 10 feet from him right now, but you could get into melee range. Okay. Okay, if I do another heal, can I do an attack, or is it just a heal only? Heal... Doesn't he technically have two actions? He has two actions. Just... So, you, so you can heal and make an attack. But you can okay. only cast one spell heal... per turn. That's what it is. Right. I'm going to heal Keith and then take a shot at night, too. Okay. So you heal Keith for seven health. Nice. Um, Woo! Hell yeah. Attack night two. 
and you hit him. And I thought that was a miss, sorry. You hit him for seven damage. Uh, Knight 2 really doesn't like that. He's not super happy with what's going on. Um, Cap's going to turn his focus to Alderman, who just stabbed him in the back with a spear two times. Uh, he's going to make three attacks at... Oh, shit, I should have halved all the damage to Cap. I was just going to say that. Well, so Cap's actually looking a lot better than I thought he was. Um, <laughs> Cap is looking... He's looking pretty steady, actually, if we just halved all the damage that we took to him. Uh, he's going to make three attacks at Alderman. Uh, first one... First one misses. Second one misses. Third one does hit, though. Man. So, let's see. He does 15 damage to Alderman and is looking, like, pretty healthy, actually. Relatively. Excellent. Uh, relative to how we thought he was looking. Uh, and that's Vanessa's turn. That was... That was pretty cool. I'm, I'm still, I'm still boosted on that. So I'm going to first. If I, I have a health stim, can I drop it to Keith? You can just use it. Keith is chained up still. Nobody oh, he's has still chained up. How, can, is there a key we need? You could make like a strength check to like just break the chair, or you could make sleight of hand checks to get him out of the handcuffs. Okay. Well, I am stronger, and I have my wolf, so. Okay, well, Keith I'm... can give you the help action on a strength check to break the chair if you want. True, that's true. All right, yeah, because I, I want to, I want to free him because they're they're busy. So at least we can get him freed. That'll help us. Okay, roll um, a strength check with advantage. And you still have bardic inspiration too, I guess. So, I can do it for that to add six. Yeah, you can add a d six. You got to roll okay. a d six. So thirteen. <clears throat> Uh, your wolf's going to make a strength check. <laughs> so, Vanessa, Keith's like kind of pulling out as as hard as he can with the, with the you know, limbs cuffed to the chair. Vanessa's trying to like yank on the chair too. The wolf comes in, grabs the opposite leg from Vanessa's yanking. You guys break the chair apart and Keith is, he's got cuffs around him, but he's not chained to anything anymore. Nice. Uh, so I'll, I'll use my second action, and uh, can I? I'll use it to do the sleight of hand, see if I can unlock the cuffs. He would not be restricted from combat right now. You don't have to worry about the cuffs. Is basically, what I'm okay. Saying. Okay. All right. Cool. So I mean, I kind of, I have a, like a connection with my wolf, so it's not like I need my hands. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Well, then forget it. You're you're freed. That's the best thing. Um, <laughs> I can move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, then I'm going to turn around and, uh, let's see, I'm going to go for night two. Okay. I'm going I'm to shoot them. And a miss. You miss. Keith, you're back. Pure spite. I'm going to look at the dude I burned. Okay. And I'm going to cast... Uh, <laughs> firebolt at him. <laughs> okay, you auto crit because he's dead. Dead. I just uh, want to set him on fire. <laughs> roll an attack roll to see how fire he gets set on. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. His body is burning. He looks like fucking Qui Gon Jinn at the end of uh, episode one. Um, 
So yeah, you completely waste your action by setting a dead body on fire. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I revive you for cool. that. Yes. Uh, I wanted the last laugh with him. Alderman has been stabbed a lot. He's going to go at Mercant uh, with two attacks. First attack hits. Second attack misses. Um, five, eight damage, half to four on Cap Mercant. That's Alderman's turn. Night two, they're just taking out Mercant, going at him. First attack misses. Second attack misses. You rolled a two and a three. Uh, Mongo, you're up. Okay. See, I did not uh, waste my turn right there. We're good. We need to just get Alderman. He's such a beast for no reason. He's not fucking hitting like a beast. <laughs> I'm gonna take another swing at night two with my long sword. sword. Okay. Go, go, go. Go, go, Power oh, Ranger. Hit him. 23 is going to wow. hit Wow. <laughs> Mongo, finish him off for me. Yes. <laughs> right? So just come up right next to him, swing my sword, and just take his head right off. So you wow. haven't done jack shit this entire fight. Let's be honest. But to be fair, you haven't gotten hit at all. Um this knight turns to you, kind of laughs at you. You see in your eyes, just the eye of the tiger comes up, and you just fucking rip out your sword, slash his head off as they fall to the ground, dead. <sighs> okay. Robin, you're up. Two shots at Alderman. Okay. First one misses. Second one hits. So you do nine more damage to him. Cap Mercant's going to take three attacks. First one misses. Second one misses. Third one hits. Captain has not rolled below an eight on a D12 this entire fucking night. Hell yeah. <laughs> so eight plus three is 11, plus two is another uh, 13 damage to Alderman. Uh, Vanessa, you're up. Um, hmm. Shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot yeah, him. I'm just going to shoot him. Oh, 22. Five damage. Five damage with your first attack. Second attack, I'm going to do the same. Miss. All right, Keith, you're up. Uh, two attacks with the claws on the wolf. One's going to be a 19 and the other's going to be a 17. Both are going to hit. Dope. Uh, four plus four is eight. Eight and nine, so 17. 17 damage to Alderman. So Alderman... Five on one right now. He's looking around. He says, Do you guys think you can really take me down that easy? He pulls a little orb 
out of his hand. He crushes it, smashes it in his chest. This green energy um, swirls around his body. Uh, how about you guys all make insight or arcana checks? 19 on arcana. 10 on insight. That's hoodie. Nat 20, baby. 8 on arcana. So that's better than my insight. <laughs> so, Keith and Robin, you guys are kind of looking at this. Something clicks for you. When you were at the weapons factory, they weren't just making weapons, weaponized spells in terms of like offensive spells. But they also were working on things like healing spells. Sort of like the healing stems. So what Alderman just did is he took a fourth level uh, he cure wounds spell. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so just healed for 23 damage. No. He says... This is no joke now. Uh, and he's going to attack Alderman. That's a D12. Uh, he's going to hit... Or he's going to hit Mercant. For 7 damage. Half to 3. Fuck me. Barbarians are so good. <laughs> uh, Mongo, you're up. Okay. So, after seeing that... I'm going to take my longsword and swing wildly at Alderman. Okay. Yo, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Nat 20, baby. I think I hit him. <laughs> yeah, you hit him. Nat 20 does hit, believe it or not. 10 damage. Wipe half that damage. You just healed off that board, baby. That's right. So you hit him 59. Uh, that's your turn. Robin, you're up. Two more shots, Alderman. First one misses. And they both do. Yep. Uh, Captain Mercant's going to take three attacks at Alderman. Miss. Hit. Nat 20. Oh, let's go! <laughs> so the first hit. It's only going to be... He rolled a nat. He rolled a one on that damage. So one, three, so four, five damage, or six damage to Alderman. Nat 20. God, he rolled an 11 and a 12 on his crit damage. Uh, so that's 23 plus 3 plus 2. That's 26, 28 damage. 66 plus 28. Vanessa, it's your turn. Okay. Um. I'm gonna. I mean, I don't want to take the chance of throwing a knife because there's too many of our our guys around, just in case. Not twenty. <laughs> All right, Vanessa, yeah. roll your damage. Roll Six. roll another D8 because you didn't do your critical damage. Five. So what does that make it total? Six plus five is eleven. Eleven. So, Vanessa, you take this one guy down. Blood is still kind of raining down on you. Blood is still raining down on you. Alderman, with his spear, 
kind of fighting off four people at once. You kind of turn to him, and for some reason, it's like Moses parted the Red Sea, and you got a wide open shot at Alderman. Finish him off. Oh, I'm looking right at him. I'm gonna fucking aim right between his eyes. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna shoot just, just right there, right in the middle, and just. So Alderman had stabbed Mercant. Kind of turned, was pointing at Mongo. Turns, sees you, looks deer in the headlights face, right as the bowcaster shot goes right between his eyes. Perfect laser blows out the back of his head. Brains get scattered all across the wall behind him. As he kind of stands there for a second, huge gaping hole in the middle of his skull. He falls to his ground. And you guys have just beat my boss. Yes! Yes. I walk up. Uh, he had he had a staff, right? He had a spear. I take the spear and just start stabbing his body over and over and over again. So Keith is stabbing his body. You guys doing anything? Or are you just watching Keith do it? I um I'm I'm just like still. I mean I'm excited that I just did that, but I, I'm still I can't believe that I, I killed two guys. <laughs> I'm kind of just standing in awe of what just happened in front of me. This is badass, man. I'm claiming my rival. This was like a changing mission for me. So Cap, um, he looks at Keith just stabbing, and he just grabs the spear. Uh, Roll strength check, Keith. Uh, what did I roll? 14, 16? So you try to plunge the spear back into Alderman one more time. Cap just stops the spear dead in the tracks. Says, Keith, I think, I think that's enough. And he kind of pulls the spear from your hands. Um, I try to grab it back from him. He, um, he puts And I'm just staring daggers at Captain. He puts a hand on your chest, drops the spear down. He says, Keith, you're... You're out now, man. Come on, come. I don't give a shit if I'm out. He needs to pay. He, he grabs both your arms, kind of shakes you. It's like, hey, come back to me. All right, we need to get out of here. It's the most important thing right now. You, you did it. You did a great job. From the look in your eyes, I can tell you didn't give him anything. Um, you killed my family, Cap. Did you try and see if he was lying? I know he's lying. Well then, there's no reason to stab him over and over. Come on. Yeah, but no threatens my family. Come on. Keith. And he killed fucking Chuck! Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's partly my fault. Not your fault, Cap. I mean, Chuck left the building with me. It's a chance somebody saw him. Alright? Want to blame anybody for what happened to Chuck? It's not your fault. Well, I mean, obviously, Alderman killed him. Um, what the f- wait? What the fuck happened to your hand? Uh, they shot it. it. Sounds like that guy. Look, Keith. Us, your friends, me, your friend. We need to get the fuck out of here. Okay. 
Can can you? I will. I will literally carry you if I have to. Yeah, I can't really walk the shot my leg. That is true. Cap kind of picks you up, slings you over her shoulder. He says, "My guy's kicked ass up there, by the way, so we can just get out of here." Is Ben alive? Yeah, Ben. Look, Ben wants to be behind a desk, but Ben was plenty good on his own. That's good. He he fucked a lot of people up. Give honestly. him a promotion. I'm definitely not in charge of the police precinct, even after this. Um, Give him a promotion. As I just <laughs> faint. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's out. Hey, sane people, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. Cap. Let's go. I gotta run over and grab my. Uh, I gotta grab Brady. Okay. You and then go. I'll run. I'll scooch behind you guys. You go pick up Brady. Um, Anyone pick up my wolf? I'll grab the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so Mongo, you're. You guys are all like leaving the room. You hear like a faint like. Wah! Actually, you're alive, Keith. You have health, so the wolf's awake, but just kind of barely. Um. I mean, I'm alive, but I fainted anytime I like faint. Yeah, so the wolf kind of barks and hits the ground. Mongo, you notice it, and you go, you pick the wolf up. You sling it over your shoulder like Cap has Keith slung over his shoulder. Uh, and you guys head towards the um, head towards the exit. Um, when you guys get to the top of the stairs, make perception checks for me. At 20. Six. Robin, you go ahead and make a check. 18. So, Mongo, you're really looking at this wolf. Now that you're, like, this close to it, it's, like, pretty dope. It's got, like, sick, like, runes on it. But it's kind of weird how, like, lifelike it is for, like, being, like, a kind of magic puppet thing. It, like... Made out of, made out of wooden metal. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that it, like, barks and has, like, a tongue and pants and shit. It's weird. Um, Vanessa, you see... As you get to the top of the stairs and look into that main lobby area, you see a lot of guys who look tired, beat up, uh, but they're standing over either like dead bodies or officers in handcuffs. Uh, All of, our guys. Yeah. Um, you see a couple of them are like tending to wounded. Um, Robin, you see the like criminal dudes kind of shooting the shit with the cops, like sitting on the main desk. Uh, smoking some ciggies inside. It's a good time. It looks like your dudes really fucked up the other guys. Um, That's awesome. So you guys kind of exit the police station a uh, on a chilly utopian night. Um, Cap looks at you and says, that's, I guess that's a job well done, right? I like that. Probably went about as well as we could have hoped, to be honest. Uh, as you do this, a gigantic screech is heard in the distance. And a huge thud shakes the entire outer wall oh, no. in the district. And that's where we'll end our session tonight. What? No, we have to do what? That doesn't sound good. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Dope.
Hella dope. That was fucking awesome. Wow. What a session. What a session. Great times for all involved. Uh, that was Idiots Rolling Dice. I'm your host, Mimic the Idiot. Uh, I am the Dungeon Master of this time. I'm joined, as always, on this wonderful campaign by the beautiful Miss Daisy Cakes, the hilarious Mr. Jimmy, the insightful and creative and incredible friend, Play the Fool, and our resident butthead, Mr. Vex. Uh, links to our Twitch channels, those of us who stream, are in the description of the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Erdpod, I-R-D-P-O-D, uh, and follow along with the hashtag Erdpod as well. And follow us on Instagram at Idiots Rolling Dice. We post updates, stories whenever the campaign goes live on like Spotify or anything. Podcast episodes drop every Wednesday. Uh, the campaign is streamed live every Thursday night at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash idiot at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, unless we have to reschedule, which updates will be posted about. Um, stay safe out there. Love each other. Love yourself. I believe in you. Have a good one. Bye.